so like you ask if I have camp friends, it's like yes and no. Mm -hmm. Like he is, you know, a very old friend of mine, but like our friendship will always sort of exist partially in that context. Good morning, campers. Have no fear, happy campers. This year it's a summer camp themed podcast where we reminisce about the stuff that we missed, about the best summers we ever had. And there will be reflection and lots of introspection and a great selection of guests that will stop by. So grab a glass of bug juice, relax, and say hi to both your hosts. We're Julia and Sammy, your podcast family. We're going to start the show. Hey, happy campers. How we doing? Uh, hey, what's up? Sammy here. Julia. Uh, <laughs> Julia's bo- also here. Yeah, we're both here, and we are ready to bring you another excellent episode about camp-themed content. Always. Uh, this is a new friend of mine. His name is Sherm Jacobs. I call him Jake sometimes. It's <laughs> <laughs> my name. He's my buddy, and um, I recently met him and realized that he had quite a story about camp and that camp influenced him a lot in his life and in his friendships and how he became the confident young man standing in front of me young right now. comedian and he's young, also sitting in front I of you young funny comedian. Say, yeah. <laughs> uh and so i thought it would be a good idea to kind of delve into that today and he agreed so Amazing. we have a friend here today I've, i just met jake like five minutes ago and he we got some good vibes already i'm like excited yeah, for this super episode nice guy, right? yeah. Yeah. vibes really are nice. solid yeah. energy's good yeah we're chilling yeah, yeah. hey Sick. jake hello how's it going great thank you for having me Oh, it's our pleasure. Anytime. Thanks for coming. So you went to camp? Sure did. Where'd you go? I went to a camp. I used to answer this question by just saying I went to camp in upstate New York. Okay. The way that people who went to like Harvard say, I went to school in Boston. (laughs) Um, Not because my camp was the most prestigious, but because it's called Chateau Gay. Which mm. so you don't have to, you don't yeah. have to go right to the name, <laughs> right? I'd ra- I always would rather avoid saying that name. Wait, chateau with a T? Chateau, like a like oh, a like French a chateau. chateau, and then oh. gay. I thought it was like a shadow with a T. Right, it's Wait, also so hard fun. to pronounce. Chateau gay. Chateau yeah. gay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is like honestly a great name. Amazing uh, name. Phenomenal name. Named after the lake uh, that it lake sits gay? on. Gay <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very gay lake. No, but it's Lake Chateau Gay <laughs> in, in upstate New York. Yeah. Uh, due to a chemical spill, uh, the lake is now <laughs> rainbow colored. A lot of people die gay. every year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what it's called. It's like near Plattsburgh, New York, in the, I guess, in the Catskill, in the Adirondacks. Um, yeah, and I went for six summers. Um, ages yes. what What were your ages i want to say nine to 15 okay solid yeah mm, like my last year was freshman going into sophomore year of high school that's what yeah, yeah. that's a classic that's those, those are the camp years yeah some people go younger but generally they stop around 15 16 yeah that's yeah. when i stopped so the next question was it important in your life did you like it yeah it was um i mean i loved it i went Every summer, although uh, there was a seven-week version and a three-and-a-half-week version. Mm -hmm. Sessions, Um, yeah. Sessions, yeah. And as we say in the biz. (laughs) And um, I, every summer except for the last, I went just three-and-a-half weeks. Uh Um, And then the last summer, everyone, you you have to do all seven weeks. It's like a bigger thing. Um, and so I, I did like it, but I always felt like sep- sort of apart from like the full summer kids. 
Because there um, were a bunch of full summer kids? Yeah, like most of them. Oh, like, I oh, never got the memo that camp was mostly a seven-week oh, thing. Wow. But, like, I, we would usually go on, like, some sort of summer vacation yeah. or something. There um, was... Uh, there When I was a counselor, I always got so upset because first-year kids could choose a three-and-a-half week. But it was only for, like, kids that they thought would need it. Like, most kids, you had there weren't sessions, really. It was just, like kids that were tentative about camp could potentially choose three and a half weeks but then their parents would be like they would plan like an amazing family vacation for the second half of the summer and they would be like well you could stay at camp or you could come to Yosemite National Park with the family and like what's a kid gonna choose you know like they didn't give them the option um I have a question how did you end up at this camp my parents got like some tapes Oh, you did. You were a camp shopper. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did you sit yeah. down and watch it with them? Yeah. And what made you pick Shaq? I have no idea. Do you think they had like a giant, um, <coughs> bless you. Um, what's it called? A, like a water trampoline? And you're like, I want the that blob. One. They yeah. definitely, I remember, I feel like they oversold it. Okay. So like <laughs> I have this memory of my camp as like pretty, like the shit, like, like very <laughs> legit camp, like rock wall, water skiing, uh, that's it. Just the two yeah, things. Those two things. But like pretty legit. But like my parents describe it as like a shithole. Yeah. <laughs> and no shade to Shadowgate. It might be. But like I, I but remember. It was magical when you were there. Yeah. They had it like in the lake. They had like um, like like an iceberg, uh, like inflatable iceberg oh, that you would climb cool. up oh, yeah, and slide down. It was that. so cool. We have been going around visiting camps and like fully believe that we missed out on all of this like inflatable, climbable They're things. Everywhere. Yeah. They're everywhere. Everywhere. And, and our camp did not have any of that. Yeah. We had a water slide. So you guys went to camp together. We yes. did. And yeah. did you meet at camp? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, we're three uh, years apart. And yeah. Sammy is the same year as my sister. Okay. So at camp, you know that three years is like a big deal. It's a lifetime. Exactly. So she was always like way older, way senior than me. <laughs> did that make you like super cool to have like an older friend? Yeah, because I was in yeah. with the. Uh, yeah, you were. Yeah, you were like a cute little bunk mascot. I knew, for how, us. To, I knew <laughs> yeah. how to use yeah. my little leverage of yeah. the older bunk. For sure. But yeah, that's very cool. They, but then once they were gone, and I had like you know three more summers until or two more summers until I was top dog. Um, yeah, I knew no one above me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, my power is gone. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. Did you, so was your camp co-ed or or single sex? Co-ed. Okay. Very co-ed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what was young Jake like? Uh, oh, man. I think probably the worst. I think like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I had all of the um, sort of uh, uh, gregariousness maybe that I have now. Like I was just as outgoing, but like in an annoying way. I think it was annoying. Um, I really put myself out there. All across annoying, not just to your... Not just to the counselors, but also to your like bunk mates. No, I think I was like pretty chill with the counselors. It was mostly the bunk mates. It was like I thought that the way to make friends was to like just like get in the mix when like <laughs> really it's like take a couple steps back, let people come to you. Zero like, chill. That's what you, you had. Zero I had chill. no chill. Yeah, yeah no I, chill. Yes, very much no chill. Like center of attention, but like it not in a great way. Not like I was like acting not out, positive but just like, attention, but not negative attention, but just not like, <laughs> I've never been able to blend in. I've never been able to like, sort of just fade into the background. Right. Uh, so yeah, I was just like there and annoying. I think, I don't know. Hard to say. Are you still friends with the guys that you went to camp with? Um, some of them. Yes. So 
I don't know if he'll mind me saying. I don't think he will just because he's a comedian. I went. You don't have to say anyone's name. Okay, great. Why did I feel like I had to? you could just do first names, whatever you want. I'm not... I'm not, I'm not like... Give him a pseudonym. Is everyone Ooh. from your camp a comedian now? <laughs> Every single one. Yeah, well, It was a comedy camp. You go camp. to a it camp, camp called Chateau Gay, Gay yeah. and you, like, you come out of it, you gotta be funny. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta have jokes. You gotta follow up Shadow Gay with like... Meh, I don't have one, but <laughs> off the top of my head, but... Um, we made a few at the top of the show, so... <laughs> yeah. I have a friend who... Um, we sort of lost touch, um, but then one day when I had just moved to New York, I went to an open mic... Um, at Lovecraft in the East Village and he was just in there. He was at the mic and like I didn't we hadn't really been in touch but we we became friendly again. But it it was this weird thing where like he represents such um a specific and like emotionally potent time mm-hmm. that I have only ever bombed on stage in front of him. <laughs> Like, interesting like i like that first night that you met or like every time that he's that night and audience. every t- he lives in la now but that night and every time since when he would be in the room and i would be performing i would bomb you just like work yourself up so much that like is it like all your childhood insecurities come back yeah exactly <laughs> that it's exact like i i i can't not sort of return to that uh, that space of just like constantly being out on the ledge emotionally of like I'm not I'm not gonna like back off but I don't like where I am I I think that I identify a lot with that actually like I had zero chill I still have trouble with having chill at some points I think I've gotten better at it but like I I don't have any chill ever but I we had our our hundredth camp reunion three summers ago um, and my whole bunk we rented a house and by the third night that we were there, we had all like slipped back into our 15 year old personas mm-hmm. wherein like I threw a temper tantrum at one point where like I, because I, I the last day you could go to camp if you wanted to. But no, but you didn't have to like the programming was technically over. It was just to like go say goodbye to people. And I really wanted to go to camp and no one else wanted to go to camp. And I was like, I don't even care. I'm going to camp tomorrow. I don't care. And I just like went to bed and I was like, this is something I would have done when I was 15. Like these people can push my buttons the exact same way that they did 15 years ago. Yeah. It's crazy. Cause like I, I am a different in a lot of ways. I'm a different person from who I was for most of camp. But when I see that person and I would say we like, we're friends. Like I think of him as a friend. Yeah, that's the thing. I had the best time that weekend. Like I yeah. love all of them a lot, but like Yeah. It's real. Yeah. Yeah, like I have some negative memories associated with like him specifically and and like my sort of my bunk and like those guys in general. But like there are no camp I have no camp friendships outside of or there that exist independent of like the negative experiences that I had at camp. So you're kind of on here to talk about some of those. Experiences. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know if I yeah, like yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. whatever okay. the opposite of burying the lead is. There. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't even set. It yeah, up we didn't there. even. Well, it's because when when we started speaking, uh, when I first met you, it was this excitement of like, oh, cool, you went to camp. Oh, you love camp. Oh, wait, but you keep mentioning there was a kind of some mixture of negativity. Oh, are you a camp hater? Should we have you on our camp? hater episode which we have yet to find anyone to be on that episode yeah no i'm a camp lover i love camp i just had 
some negative experiences and like experienced different forms of potential like bullying at camp. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting. And bullying is a huge thing growing up and maybe later also. Um, and especially, you know, we talk a lot about it at schools. Uh, or we don't, but the world does. But it happens at camp and it's such uh, a close environment and kids are running free on their own. And I think it was something that we haven't explored yet and we no. really want to. Yeah. Well, so here's Jake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry for just like, uh, like, oh, and, and, uh, this is what I'm here to talk about. But like, yeah, it's so, so like you ask if I have camp friends, it's like, yes and no. Mm -hmm. Like he is, you know, a very old friend of mine, but like our friendship will always sort of exist partially in that context. It came out of something that was like not super positive. Yeah. Do you think that he feels that way? We've talked about it. Um, and it was sort of like his takeaway is like, if I ever did bully you, I'm sorry. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's move forward. Right. <laughs> and, but like, I just do have those memories. But the thing is like, you know, you ask what type of person I was at camp. Like I was annoying <laughs> and I'm sort of pro bullying. Oh, in hot take. <laughs> it's a hot take. That's why I said it's going to be an interesting discussion. I, you shouldn't do it, um, but I needed it. And I think most people who get bullied do. Or okay. at least. Maybe it depends on the. The, I don't I mean like I'm trying to qualify this a little bit right like you didn't have like guys telling you to fucking kill yourself all the time right like this was like a no but I don't see that as bullying thing. it was more like ostracizing okay I wanted so badly <laughs> to be part of the group and everyone made it very clear that I wasn't okay. and there was just seemingly no way for me to get in uh, I think part of that stemmed probably from um, being a three and a half weeker most of the summers but like I told Julia when we met the first summer I went to camp I sort of, I got bullied in like by my friends back home, right? And so the first summer I went to camp, everyone was like cool to me. And I was like, oh, fuck those guys back home. Like camp rules. These guys are great. It's those douchebags back home, not me. And then my second summer, I got bullied in the exact same way that I was getting bullied back home. And so I was like, oh, wait, well, maybe it is me. And... Mm. I was very socially inept. I like what I didn't know how to be in a group. I didn't know how to like get along with others in a way that wasn't like weirdly all about me or like I just couldn't. I wasn't. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have a younger sibling. Um, she went to camp with me too. Uh -huh. um, I have a sister. Um, she's like socially, she was so popular like in all of school, um, which is a weird uh, dynamic, but. Um, yeah, so I, like, you know, no one should be bullied to the extent that some that they're, you know, feeling suicidal or being told to kill themselves or or being act I wasn't even ever, you know, like shoved in a trash can or anything. It wasn't like it was just like hard ostracism. Um I wonder if there's a line between like that light like bullying I feel like maybe isn't even the term I want to use. I want to be like you were just like learning how to like I was shamed. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. That, yeah. But like. <laughs> well, I'm going to this idea of. Like something that. that we, uh, our camp was small and it was all girls. And 
there was just this thing of like it, I guess that underlying thing of like respect respect yourself respect your bunkmates respect the counselors and I think I took that as like however people come with whatever quirks they have like let all you have to do is kind of just like invite and be nice to them I agree but at the same time we've that talked about ha- this yeah they're like kids did get I don't want to say bully but like a very specific kind of kid made it through all the way through Walden right like it's a, it's a kid that like is weird quirky except like maybe not all in the same way but like kids that did not fit into this like probably a wide mold but like a mold were shunned out of camp like they had a miserable time yeah and they left and like that's that was bullying I mean like I do agree to some extent bullying is a part of growing up like that's but it's basically saying like we don't want you here I and that's kind of what I I would argue that like, like we there don't want were you in our friend group we don't want you in our bunk we don't want you in our camp. there were kids right. at and Walden that got that uh, uncomfortable environment enough that like you're gonna choose not to come exactly back there were kids at Walden that got that message loud and clear and did not come back because mm-hmm. of that yeah and it's like why didn't they want me and if they don't want me should should I want to be wanted by them. Yeah. Should you want to change into the person that they would want? Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's a negotiate. That's like a tough negotiation that everyone has to make with themselves in one context or another. Sure. I don't advocate for bullying. I'm not here like there's no such thing as a safe space. So, you know, like <laughs> like organizations and and communities should do everything possible to make the people in in their spaces feel comfortable. But. I shit's going to go down, especially in childhood, and you're going to get. I'm a better person because of the way that I was treated as a kid and I'm more successful socially and I could have stopped going to camp or gone to a different camp or gone to a different camp, but I don't, but I, I I don't think that would have helped. Do you, what's the best way to ask this question? Um, I lost it. (laughs) Sorry. When do you think you, at what age was it still at camp like was it like age 14 15 where you started to kind of figure out how to become a person that they would accept yeah so not till after camp my last summer of camp i think is a really good like example of of both things happening at the same time so like i said the the last summer it's like a a bigger more formalized thing it's called wilderness and all the boys and girls are like in the same sort of unit in the woods in the back of camp and my summer there were so many guys that there was overflow there's like usually a guy's cabin girl's cabin there was overflow from the guy's cabin and uh it was like a this big tent like on a platform that like a that just stayed there you know um and i got put in the tent and i was like oh that sucks and then when I walked into the tent, like the first day, everyone else in the tent, it was like all the rejects. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. And that wasn't, that was from like the top. I didn't choose to be yeah, there. That was like the director's. Yeah. I don't think anyone, yeah, yeah. Like, so, which means that like, that was an observed thing. Like someone knew who was like not cool. Who was like cool. on the fringe of Yeah. The yeah. And it was definitely me. I was not like a core guy. Um... And so like that was a very sort of weird and we could hear what was going on in the cabin. It was like right next to the cabin. We could like hear like the bonding going on at night. And like I didn't want to be friends with the guys 
in the tent. I didn't want to like be friends with the rejects, but this was al- always my problem that like right. I wanted to be in the cool group and they didn't want me. Yeah. And you then know who else probably didn't want you. The rejects. Cause yeah. you were like being shitty to them. Cause you're <laughs> right. like, you guys are that. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that's, I mean, I saw that so much in my, in, in school. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I wasn't a bully, but there was. I remember this. Like one day, I gave this kid, like purple nurples, and that like that's not me, but I like you know the shit flows down. Like oh, totally. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. hurt people, hurt brother. people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so it was like very. But but then, this is this is sort of a weird um, story. Um, but okay, so a couple things happened. So you know 15 years old all the guys and girls are like in the same part of camp so like people are gonna hook up um and I was like hooking up with this girl a couple times and one night I remember hearing in the cabin one of the guys talking about how sick of me she was oh and it's this weird like I was like hooking up at 15 you know I was like doing all right yeah but it was also like oh fuck like just these experience of like knocking at like the cool side and being like like, yeah you can come in psych like (laughs) but then the this like last night of camp I don't know this is either going to be very weird or like universal the last night of camp just everyone started making out and I was very wet hot American. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And i and I was very much in, involved with that. And yeah. that was like a weird I was like, okay, so maybe things aren't People so bad. Like, well it's also different. Yeah. It's like the girls the Girls know, are mean in a totally different the, way. No, but also like the thing that those guys are looking for, like, uh Jake Slam, he's not like great at sports or he's not whatever. Like yeah. the girls could be like, Oh, Jake's sweet, he's cute. Like yeah, he's sure. like, funny, he's he makes me us. laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Like, like I don't know what they No, guys they, were getting blowjobs for sure. It was guys think of you doesn't directly translate to what the girls think of you totally true like yeah i don't or maybe not. but it wasn't no no it's but you're, you you're totally big, right you were part of the the makeout culture for sure like ostracized from that yeah yeah so it was like like again i loved camp yeah so this is my question from before on a day-to-day basis like going through the activities like meals whatever you were just you were happy you were fine mm-hmm um, I loved the camp part of camp, and I just had a really hard time with the social part. Like a camp person, yeah. Oh yeah, like he I could a, see yeah. you, you mean with Jewish? a guitar. I know I could see you with like like you now, like yeah. with the guitar, going back to camp and being like, oh, I set up all the fire, like the campfire. Yeah, yeah. Run them. I mean, and also yeah. I think that were you ever a counselor? No. I also w- think that if you had gone back as oh, a counselor, you would have been, yeah. been so helpful to all the guys. I would have crushed counseling. Crushed yeah. it. And you would have yeah. been so helpful to all the little guys who were kind of on that fringe like you. Yeah, sure. I, I, I wish that I had been. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's sort of... My camp, the thing was you... A lot of camps, it seems like you sort of age out of being a camper and like pretty quickly you're either like a CIT or a counselor. You had to be 19. You had to be Our like a year into college. Yeah. Exactly you had to the kind same. of disappear for a couple of years. Right. And then so come back. by the time I was like old enough to be a counselor, it was sort of, it had like sort of ossified as, as this like weird, not wholly positive experience in my mind. And I didn't really want to return. So those guys who are in the main cabin, are they, are they like best buds now? Um, I think, yeah. So it's, I, I honestly don't keep in touch yeah. with some of them. Um, with many i mean this one guy is really the only one that i do keep yeah. in touch with um but i like i wouldn't know yeah um you're on the fringe yeah 
So when yeah. you talked about it with this one buddy that you have, like, what was he like one of the like ringleaders of bullying you, or like were you? No, he was like it was this weird thing where like I he was one of my closest friends at camp, but dude, I mean to be the one who stands up for the guy who's getting you know made fun of or mocked or whatever, like that's just not gonna happen. Like, I, I don't begrudge anyone. So did you have, like, you had, were you, like, the guy that had, like, specific friendships, but you just, like, weren't in the whole group? Yeah. 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 Like, I was, I yes, That was exactly. me in high school. Yeah. So I was, I was friends yeah, with same. people, but in a group setting, and the thing is, that hasn't changed. In a group setting, I'm still the one who gets picked on. I've just figured out how to make it fun for everyone. Mm-hmm. And now it's just I choose who I spend time with and those that do it are... Isn't that the best part about being an adult? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's sort of a lesson that like you learn from these experiences of like, okay, well, who do I want to spend my time yeah, with? Who right. do I feel good around? Who right. kind of just makes me feel small? Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, and like, so you asked a qu- about when that sort of started to change. Um, in seventh grade i joined uh the cross country team um and eventually those guys became like my absolute best friends and i started to become much more confident but like still like in camp you know it was like returning to this space where that like that wasn't the case i yeah, didn't have those friends established as like this yeah. is how i'm treated here it's right like, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't you can't change get out of it so like i think so there's this um this run at my camp every summer the the tasty freeze run because it's like starts at the tasty freeze and uh seven miles to camp and so my last summer at camp i had been running cross country and so i ran the tasty freeze run and i won and hell yeah and (laughs) on like the home stretch this friend that i'm still in touch with and the the one who's passed away like joined me they like jumped out of the the truck that was like following everyone and like joined me arm in arm like running into the finish line and i'll never know how they meant it but i took it as like they were making it about them they were like making a joke of what i was doing they were co-opting this thing that i was working really hard to accomplish and like i don't i i've i've been mulling it over leading up to you know this podcast and I, I I just don't know what their intentions were but I was pissed. Oh. Interesting. I was like I not this. You, I would have started thought, saying it I was like I, oh, I thought it was going to be like a nice moment of yeah they're like supporting yeah. you over the finish Did line. Is any chance they meant it like that? Yeah. Huh. But, but you were in your brain thinking however you thought. The dynamic then, was yeah. so ingrained and I had maybe put up some defenses of and it was course. like, no, running, this is the thing that I am good. This is where I this shine. This is my thing. Yeah. This is my thing. I'm good at this. You're not going to like bring me back down. You know, it's like when like, an older brother like gives you a noogie. About it's like you guys when I am like a, a finishing like this, this awesome. Yeah, yeah. The one yeah. I'm about to win this fucking cool thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it, I, I doubt anyone that I went to camp with will listen to this, but <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they remember like all this stuff differently. differently yeah. yeah. I just, I just know that like, it's complicated. Yeah. It's I think so that brings complicated. Up a really yeah. good point about bullying, which is, yeah, like one person's The bullier might not recognize yeah, or, that or there's different the behavior levels is. Or certain things are triggering. Yeah. Or it's just not, it's not one-to-one. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I mean, my best friend growing up when we were in a group dynamic would pile on. I was like, but you're my 
best friend. Yeah. So like if I can't trust you to like yeah. be on my side, I guess I guess I'm on my own, you know? Right. Uh that's that's that was my experience until until high school and then I was just I just made it fun to pick on me cuz people are going to pick on me. <laughs> you just used comedy as How a defense mechanism yeah. weird. Um I don't know that I have an answer like an explicit thing. I just like I don't I'm not desperate for uh approval anymore. Right. And I think that's the thing. I don't care and I I'm going to I'm going to do stuff that makes me look like an idiot regardless. I'm going to put myself out there anyway, but not to get your attention and your admiration just because it's fun to be an idiot. I think that's the difference. Being like what? Being in on the joke. Just like making your own joke. joke. Yeah. Creating yeah. the joke where it's like I would I would seek attention from these kids and they'd be like, nah, dude, not today. Like you're not <laughs> getting positive, whatever. Yeah. And now I'm just going to keep doing that stuff. But it just comes from a different place. It comes from like, I'm going to have fun for me and you can, you can join in. I actually, I'm like really identifying with Jake right now because I don't think my bunk mates, there were definitely like clicks in there when that I, like if you knocked on the door. When I first met him, I was like, I think Samuel. Yeah. Because like there were clicks where like you just could not get in at all. But I think the difference is, is that I did want the attention. And when I couldn't get it from the like kids in my bunk, I sought it from counselors and got it from them. Mm. And then, and that kind of like turned me into like, Oh, all the counselors like Sammy, like she might, she might be cool. There's that difference Mm -hmm. too of like, you're talking so specifically about those people, those guys in your age group. And the thing about camp, even besides counselors is like, you also have people, you have uh, campers above you and campers below. So like you could be worshiped by the 10 year olds, (laughs) even though the guys would be like, make fun of you for that. But you're like, whatever, it feels good. Yeah. Like worship or like the older kids could think that you're like sweet and cute. And that's the thing is when I, when I went back as a counselor, I spent, I was 20 years old. The oldest kids were 15 and I spent so much of my time like trying to get them trying to, like to get the 15 year olds to like me. Really? And they did. They fucking loved me. Right. But like now looking back, I'm like, oh, that's because you did not feel that cool when you were 15 and you were like trying to redo this. Like yeah. see yeah. if I can do this again and get it right. Yeah. And yeah. Did. Well, congrats. Did. Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got a bunch of kids to like me. <laughs> it's a talent. Yeah. Well, Good for you. <laughs> I feel like if I were in that position, they'd still be like, nah, dude. <laughs> I don't think they like, would. I think you would have crushed it as a counselor. For Thank sure. you so much. Um, I'm going to pull something up here. So it's when we, we knew we were going to chat about bullying. So Sammy mm-hmm. and I did a little research on, so the ACA is the America, mm-hmm. American Camping Association. Mm-hmm. Um, and they deal with a lot of like the accreditations for camps. And so we went on their website and they have a ton Sorry. of bullying resources on there. Um, and I wanted to, they had something on there that I thought was interesting. And it said, bullying prevention tips from the ACA. Yeah. One, create, a camp should create an anti-bullying policy. Cool. Did your camp have that? No, I, <laughs> I, I have very hard opinions on this type of stuff. I know, I know. I'm going to read it and see okay. how uncomfortable you get. <laughs> Step two, create fair and reasonable discipline uh, and consequences for bullies. Okay. Three, <laughs> parents should make partnerships that can diffuse bullying ahead of time. I think like partnerships with their kid, like maybe a, like a bully in the like bunk. a deal. <laughs> no, right. like a bully. If they know like that they were told by the camp that like their son is a bully, maybe they'd sit down with them and like write out an agreement of like 
you must like be nice a contract to you must, exactly like a, like a like a virginity contract you know one of those <laughs> which no parent will ever believe that their child's a bully uh, that's true. true no one's true. gonna buy that well narrative. you know when i said before hurt people hurt people when it's like children bullying the people hurting the people are the parents right so, like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah number four <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> make bullying prevention a priority from the first day of camp and let all campers know that bullying behavior is unacceptable oh my god number five <laughs> my skin ensure crawl. staff behavior matches core camp values Okay, I mean, it was how many more are there? No, that's it. Okay, so yeah, I read this before I got here. Here's <laughs> what I think about all of that stuff. I like they have to say that, like you know what I mean. Like, what else are they gonna say? Sure. But at a camp like our camp, where we had this thing called honor system, where it was like cool to be nice, <laughs> like that yeah. was the vibe, like you were doing, right? You okay, were being yeah, a really good camper if you were respecting others. Right, exactly. Like respect, trust honoring you know people's belongings all that stuff so when somebody wasn't acting within those like core tenets of honor system it was like a huge deal you could say sammy you're not following honor system yeah interesting it was a big deal there was weight to that i don't know that this would work in a co-ed environment but like when all girls are around we are like precious and (laughs) i mean like precious about these like stupid fucking things and although honor system's not stupid i I love it i'm sorry (laughs) we love honor system but like also that's not boy i think boy what you just you just described boy behavior too like (laughs) boys have their own like dumb things like that guy like, code yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. guy so, boys care a lot about mtv's guy code <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so like there it was a so like bullying existed for sure there are definitely like s- very specific cases that i will not bring up on the podcast of like in very intense bullying mm-hmm. that was a real problem but generally like you could be like you're not if you weren't following honor system there were like procedures in place like talk to your bunk rep talk to your counselor if it needs to go to the camp president like all of this stuff that kind of was like it was kind of all of that stuff that you just read about bullying but like just taken to like the camper level of like under this umbrella of honor system so even in a culture where bullying was frowned upon it still happens yeah and my question is like who is getting bullied and why sure and they're just going to have to, like, figure that out for themselves and but make here, some choices think, and changes. Do you draw a line between, like, you were, like, there were, it was your personality that they were reacting to, right? Like Yes, was, I was grading. Okay, great. So, great. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, in a scenario where it's, like, a kid is being bullied because, like, he's overweight or, mm-hmm. like, he has, or she... I don't know. Was glasses a thing anymore? Like sure. there's some physical attribute that they have no control over. At that like do you draw a line between that? Like you either develop other skills or change that thing. Like I was a chubby kid. And then you started running. Yeah. <laughs> like I and and I don't I don't think I was really bullied for like being overweight, but like you either develop a skill that deflects the bullying or keeps you from getting bullied or you learn to fight back or you change the thing that you're getting bullied for. Um, you know, so if it's like a lisp 
like something you really can't because weight is a is a tough and loaded issue but if it's like a lisp or something then like yeah i don't know you learn to fight or like you or you like speech therapy yeah right (laughs) or you know and your parents probably wanted you to go to speech therapy but you're like fuck you i don't want to go to speech therapy until you start getting bullied really hard and it's like okay maybe i'll take the speech therapy seriously yeah or you learn to sing or i don't know like you either develop defense mechanisms or coping mechanisms or you change and i think all of those things if you can come out the other end are for the better again i don't advocate this <laughs> but it ha- but it happens even in in the safest of spaces even in places where the culture is anti-bullying it does happen right and so what are you going to do about it what about the idea of like not of choosing to not go back to that space yeah, I know like um someone I know was was like bullied harder than I was the first summer that they went to camp. I think the first summer being good was yeah, like a was big it was like rush. Around, yeah. It was like rush and then I like for a fraternity, you know, and everyone's like, "Hey, come on, like it's yeah, cool." Yeah, and then yeah. you get in, they're like beat the shit out of you or whatever. <laughs> but um like I have a uh, I know someone who, you know, was bullied was shoved into a trash can and didn't go back. Yeah. yeah. And he didn't go back and he went to music camp and had an amazing time. Yes. He found his people. Yeah. I think there's something to be said for that. Totally. Yeah. 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 And it's such a joy to find the space that is right for you. Um, and I don't think that is necessarily the answer is just like sequester yourself into the one, you know, weird community that accepts you. Like there should be a balance of sort of being able to step outside your your social bubble. Um, I don't know. I'm a stronger, better person because of the negative experiences that I had at camp. And I, I don't know what to do with that other <laughs> than like to, <laughs> you know, like scoff at these anti-bullying policies there's nothing dumb like there i think there's nothing worse than like if my camp had intervened you know if my counselors had had like had a meeting with the other guys and been like hey be nicer to jake Uh that would have been the death of me you know so if you had complained right exactly or if you had did your parents know that this was happening um I don't know about camp. Definitely at school. Like middle school was tough. Yeah. Um, and I was at camp for those years. So they definitely knew about that. Um, and my mom, like, m- you know, my my like elementary school, middle school bully, my mom called his mom and was like, hey, your son's being a dick to my son. And that didn't help. No. It didn't change anything. Yeah. There's nothing like... On- I, I don't know. It's it's so weird because like I I'm, I live now with three other guys and like it is the least toxic masculine space. Like we tell each other we love each other every day. It's hugs all around. Like it's so emotionally supportive. And and I value that more because I've spent so much time in male spaces that aren't that. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what point I was making, but it was about your mom and the bullying. Yeah. And that didn't help uh, just at all. Um, yeah, there's just nothing you can do. I, I, yeah, to some extent I do. I think it was, may have been also that like, it was a little different when we were younger because we, there wasn't all this like on, like we weren't in constant contact all the time at camp. Sure. But like in life there wasn't like cell phones and computers the way that there are now. And kids are just getting constant barrages of bullying Yeah, as opposed to just, you know, 
at school you could go home you could go to you know music class after school you could go where you know to your other space mm-hmm. and you were okay you didn't have to talk or see to the, these people at all now it's just like kids can be constantly constantly abused by other kids yeah which i think is probably why bullying is such a, a much bigger deal now than it was when we were kids yeah and because we're talking about you know it happening online and cyber and social stuff you can screenshot those you can print them out and they become so much more real to that bully's mom mm-hmm. uh, right oh wow you did say this not like i'm not going to believe that you said this yeah right there's a lot of stories versus real facts now this <laughs> is the other thing i mean it's almost uh it's it's like a meme that like you know if you if you're getting picked on and bullied uh and then you fight back you're almost always the one who's going to get in trouble Mm-hmm. you know like that kid who finally snaps yeah uh righteously like is in the right you know and punches his bully who's like picking on him he's the one who gets suspended yeah you know like in- institutions i think really tend not to believe like there's just no way of of uh fixing it because it's almost it's so private bullying can be so private right um that yeah i mean cyberbullying isn't good but at, at least there's a paper trail mm. you know unless it's snapchat <laughs> and I want to reiterate, I kept going back to camp. Like I loved but, camp. See, the thing is, it sounds like you weren't unhappy all the time. No. And you but, had yeah. individual friends that you were yes. like, you were friends with, you True. were close with. But I will say that the best it part was the of group my group dynamic that was nightmare. Not yeah, that was not good for you. The best part of my camp experience was every summer there was um, a mountain biking trip available to all the campers. That uh, it was like off camp. It was at the Lake Placid uh, Olympic like center, and there was this like seventy year old dude named Joe who taught us how to mountain bike real good, <laughs> and it was the best because it was like a mix of kids. So it yeah. wasn't that that dynamic was not ingrained. It was something I loved doing and was good at, and yeah, it was like the camp stuff. Yeah, love camp, hate campers. Um, do did you at your camp? Did you like all go to activities? with your bunk at all times you no we signed up for, so, so for it was like a yeah. mix of ages yeah so i got to do the stuff i wanted to do so but did you have friends like that were you know like julie and i were friends did you have friends like older and younger than you um i had a lot of friends older than me when i was coming up i was i was i really liked hanging out with the older campers yeah i can't remember any to speak of i i, I really don't think so okay which is weird because in every other area of my life, I seek out older male friends. Yeah. Um, it's like my MO. <laughs> but like, not at camp. I don't know. I just wanted to be part of that group so bad. I don't think those guys think they bullied me. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if bullying is the right word. But like the guys who, who ostracized me, I don't think they have necessarily that memory of it. Or that they like consciously did it. Yeah. 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 Or when... I remember like being part of different you know groups and someone I knew wasn't in the group, but I wasn't like aware how much or how much it would affect. Them and you, but you, and you also assumed, weren't oh, they had a different group, right? Or? And you also weren't like, hey, like welcoming them, like actively welcoming them in, right? Because I was like, oh, you have a different group, yeah. right? Or you're, uh, you know, but right. maybe that wasn't the case. I think kids learn pretty, pretty early. I mean, I don't know. I was never like in a wheelchair. I don't right. I don't have that experience. But like I think kids learn pretty early like not to be that much of an abject piece of shit to bully someone. Dep- I mean, I, mean depends I don't know. on where yeah. you are and who your parents are. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Um 
I guess that is just in in my experience. Um, yeah, I was socially shamed because I was socially shameful. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll wrap up on All that. All right. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. For thank being you. So yeah, thanks for coming exploring on. Yeah. Subject with us. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Um, we should probably talk about some of those bullying resources, though. Like, yeah, give them out if we need to. Definitely. Um, so you, there's a, on the ACA website there is a uh, link about bullying, and you should check that out. Yeah. Um, I think it's aca.org is the is the website. ACACamps.org. Okay, sorry, ACACamps.org, and has the bullying policy, and it has the agreement that you can <laughs> sign with your child. Um, maybe just a discussion. I don't know if we have to go full contract on this, but just talk yeah. to them about. <laughs> well, do you have? Do you have like? Uh, can't uh, do kids listen to this podcast? Some, yeah. There's some I kids really who are, who are like a lot. in the kind of older ages. Yeah, like yeah. 16, 17, kind of. We'll put an explicit. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just like most of our listeners are, uh, you know, probably around our age. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, cool. So I yeah, guess yeah. like you know, like advice to kids is not necessarily. Oh, yeah. If you were gonna throw some advice, if there's any like you know people going back for their final summer and yeah, maybe they they've got their friends and any advice for to look out for. Yeah. Stuff? Well, I, I I realize that like I've just been like yeah, bullying's good. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I didn't you know, and I have like learned to sort of like deflect, but also I've learned to like yeah, seek out people who make me feel good, and you don't have to bark up that wrong tree. Like, of course, but yeah. like it took me so long. Like, you don't, it doesn't mean you get to magically know that at fifteen. Yeah, yeah it <laughs> took me so long to figure that out. But like, if if anyone's I don't know trying to like get into the cool kids group like stop like it's not it's stop. it's not gonna happen yeah, yeah. and and yeah also don't spend that, time like, with people who don't make you feel good that yeah, cool and they're missing factor. out on a lot of awesome people yeah yeah that's that, the thing i was i was like i don't want to be friends with the nerds like, right, like what a dick thing <laughs> well, like yeah. that's so rude they were probably yeah. so cool like, yeah today like you know like today yeah <laughs> but like i wasn't i wasn't right, cool I, know. I wouldn't have wanted to hang out with me right right you know we all needed to learn i, I understand i'm with you I, I i agree i mean i do agree to some extent and i also just think that like part of like one of the best parts of growing up is finding your people and yeah. when you find them, mm -hmm. you are just like, yes, this is where I was meant to be at all times. Might be a big group. Might just be that you like have these like, you know, three, four, however many like very good, important friendships. And that's good, too. Like could be one important friendship. Just like find your people. They are there. Mm -hmm. They're out there. Yeah. Yes, amen. And they <laughs> especially will like you for all the things that some people don't like. You right, for. exactly. Like for your weirdness and your exactly, friends. there are people out there that like just are waiting to meet you. <laughs> Get out and like there. you. Exactly. <laughs> um, and will not shame you. <laughs> or if they do, it'll be with love. I think to me that's the difference between bullying and friendship. Is like because I get picked on still, but it's 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 with love. And if I'm having a bad time, it stops. Right, and that's. I, that's what adults, I think, don't understand. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I just wanted to add that. All right. Jake, thank you so much for being here. Do you want to plug anything? Uh, yeah, thank you for having me. Um, when this comes out, I'm going to be on the road. Um, Doing a stand-up tour? Yeah. So, cool. Well, part of a music tour. Um, okay. So a whole entertainment road show. Um, you can find tickets at chromesparks.com. That's who I'll be opening for. Um 
or at shermjacobs.com. That's my website. Um, February 4th, we're going to be in Salt Lake City, and then we're heading to Boulder, Minneapolis, Madison, really across the Midwest and the South. We're going to be all over, so check out shermjacobs.com. Come out and see a show. Do you have like an Instagram or anything you want to plug? Yeah, everything is at Sherm Jacobs. Okay. So Twitter, Instagram. He's a comedian. If you can't tell, he's super funny. He's Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank New York so based. Much. That's New York right. Um, Brooklyn based. <laughs> Brooklyn based. Brooklyn yeah, based I don't want to be mistaken for those Manhattan comics. Um, make a worst. living. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Thank you so much. And you can check us out at happycamperspodcast.com. Uh, find us on Instagram, iTunes, Apple rate, Podcasts. Review, subscribe. Do it. Throw us a rating. And um, if you have anything to like chime in on for this episode, yeah. thoughts on bullying or experiences you had either side of the, the road. Any other pro bullying out people out there, <laughs> let us know. Cyberbullying. Like, what was this? I actually We'd love to engage. I'm getting cyberbullied right now. Oh, whoa. Yeah. By a gang of Sherms. What? On Instagram, <laughs> there is like this cabal of people who've added Sherm to their Instagram name. I believe they're teens and they are, they're like, change your Instagram name. You're not part of the Sherm gang. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. They're like posting my profile in places. Like I sort of am getting cyberbullied, wow. but it's like. By a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Payback. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. It, Karma's it can real. happen to anyone. It's real. Yeah. Wow. Cyberbully me at Sherm Jacobs on Instagram. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Day is done. We out. Our theme song was written, recorded, and sung by the very talented Steffi Copeland.